0: Hi there, you're listening to the Personal Revolutions podcast with me, Ollie Anderson, author of the book Personal Revolutions: Short Course in Realness. This is episode number twelve, or something like that, um, of a regular series of podcasts that I've started, which is gonna focus on, or which does focus on, the idea of realness. A little tagline that I keep using and throwing out there is real people talking about realness in a real way. I've covered quite a lot of different things so far. All loosely linked around the idea of how the ego is the opposite of reality and how any time we get lost in the fear, pride and desire to be seen in a certain light um, of that ego, we will basically remove ourselves from reality itself, the flow of the whole and bring unnecessary friction into our lives as we basically place conceptual ideas that have little to no connection to this reality uh, between ourselves and the world. This episode is going to bring about a new sort of ramble-free format. I do have a tendency to ramble. And in order to kind of crush some of that, or to kill some of that, I've uh, minimized the length of this particular episode as an experiment to 20 minutes. What I want to talk about is um, a simple idea, something that I've seen come up quite a lot in different coaching conversations, or in just deep conversations in general with people. round and about, which is the idea of busyness. Maybe it's a cultural thing, but a lot of people take so much pride these days in being busy. It's all you ever hear about, right? I'm busy, busy, busy. As though busyness busyness itself is some kind of virtuous, noble state in which to find ourselves so that we can lord it over all the non-busy people around us and feel a smug sense of superiority. That's a slight straw man way of looking at it, but if you uh, pay attention to the people in your life that keep reminding you how busy they are, well, there's a good chance that they're only saying it because it makes them feel good about themselves, or it presents a certain image which uh, is culturally um, amazing, or so they think. Um, My personal view is that, as it says in Personal Revolutions, number eight, I think, Process event There are two kinds of busy. One is healthy, one is unhealthy, because one is real and one is a distraction. In that book, somewhere, I think it is number eight, it says something along the lines of There are two kinds of busy, constantly distracting yourself from what is true and constantly working to build something real. Now, if you've been listening to these podcasts, You can probably assume correctly that for me, the healthy version of these two types of busy is the second one, which is where we wake up to the idea that all of this conceptual stuff I've mentioned before is an illusion and that that means that there are no events, so to speak. There are only processes. And if we can choose the right processes to dedicate our lives to, we'll become more real over time. Moment to moment, as we choose either wholeness or fragmentation, and our lives will eventually, or even um, within the moment, I suppose, if we can tap into our sense of flow, become much more authentic and genuine and real, and all of these other buzzwords that I like to use and throw around. So I guess the question is, why do people get into this mindset where they constantly distract themselves from the truth? You know, why do we spend so much time building routines for ourselves, habits, or any other control structure to keep reality at bay? That's ultimately what this first kind of unhealthy business is all about. The people who are always telling us how busy they are and who attach to that idea, so it's a great thing, are basically trying to hide themselves from themselves. That old chestnut again, right? It's something that constantly pops up in these podcasts and in the book and all around you in the world, actually, if you uh, become familiar with these ideas. People don't really know what they're doing. You know, well, some people don't know what they're doing. Most people don't know what they're doing. Assuming, you know, maybe I'm sounding a bit pretentious now, but some people don't know what they're doing because they only do what other people have told them to do. If people end up being like that, then they get lost. And then to fight the sense of panic that they feel or to keep it at bay, they create these elaborate routines for themselves where they become very rigid and they'll wake up at the same time every morning and they'll do this and they'll do that. And they'll be very regimented because that sense of control stops them having to face the internal sense of dissonance discord and discontent that they feel within themselves, which is triggered anytime that that busyness, that fake busyness is um, removed from their lives. Now the only reason you can get into that situation is because you're building on an illusion. You're building on the external shoulds that the rest of the world has thrown at you and you've bought into ideas about the kind of things you should be doing with your life. We all have to do something with our life, right? And it's not always easy to find that purpose, especially when there's so much noise in between who we actually are and the thoughts that we carry about ourselves because of all the external pollution and ideas that we've brought in from the outside world that have no connection to reality. Anytime we basically distract ourselves and then we build on those distractions, we get lost in these fake routines that have no connection to reality. So what's an example, right? This whole thing is supposed to be about real life, real experiences. I'll talk about me, although I, I've had similar conversations with people recently where they've told me about how, you know, they've wasted like decades, decades and decades just distracting themselves with activity because it makes them feel good and they don't want to face what's going on in themselves. I've heard people literally say that in my own life, it happened to me, um, After the transplant, I always bring up this bloody transplant, but it happened to me after the transplant when I didn't really know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know how long I was going to be alive, feeling weak, um, a great period of um, just general chaos in my life. And the only way I thought I could deal with that chaos was to just become regimented in everything that I did, like closed off, shut down, not very creative, and ultimately controlling when all control is an illusion, or most control is an illusion. You can influence certain things, right? So after the transplant, I went through this period in my life where I'd I'd have to be doing something productive all the time. But it, it wasn't the good kind of productive where I was actually growing. It was the kind of productive where I was doing something and I could kind of justify it um, if somebody asked me why I was doing it. But it was really because I I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and I needed to feel like I was doing something so that I could feel good about things. But if I'd actually just stopped and reflected and asked myself why, why I wasn't feeling good in the first place, I would have saved myself a whole bunch of time and I could have actually started doing things for myself that were going to carry me towards my values, making my values valuable to others, all of the stuff I've said before, right? So after in this period I'm talking about, I'd spend hours and hours reading books or hours and hours working out or hours and hours studying Japanese, even though I had no intention of going to Japan, doing all these things that seemed like they might be meaningful, but that actually I didn't really need to spend that much time doing because it was too haphazard. There was no real process that are designed to the process that I was working. It was just something that I was doing for the sake of itself, which is ultimately conceptual, right? I was living out the concepts instead of the internal driving force within me, which is the only thing that can ever carry us forward. So that's the fake busy, right? And a lot of people... I'll stop talking about this specific topic now. I've mentioned this too many times, I think. But a lot of people out in the world are just being busy being busy because they don't really know themselves. They know their egos and the ideas of who they think they should be because of what they've been told about themselves. But that's it. And they're just building layer upon layer upon layer of illusion illusion and illusion and illusion and becoming more and more distanced from reality, more and more unhappy in their lives and wondering why. And the answer is, or one of the answers is, because they're not building on the real foundation that's within. So, in some of these previous podcasts, I've mentioned that um, there's an idea of self destruction that I, I've been talking about, right? And this idea of self destruction basically says that the longer you spend in the ego and the more unreal you become, the more your real self starts kind of bubbling beneath the surface because it never really goes anywhere. And Eventually, it will do something in your life or something will happen to you that allows this real self to emerge. But the important part for the sake of this podcast is that that real self never, ever goes anywhere. How can it, right? Reality is always there. It's just the way it is. We can trick ourselves into believing that it isn't because we carry these strange beliefs about things, but it's always there beneath the surface of things. And that includes the reality of you whatever you are, whatever we are, and if we can re- rework our assumptions about ourselves in the world into something that are more realistic, then we will live more harmoniously. If we don't consciously do that, then we will probably um, find ourselves in a situation where the bubble bursts and we have to rebuild our assumptions about ourselves because we found out that the ones we carried have no connection to reality anyway. So, that real self is always there, it's always bubbling beneath the surface, and The second kind of busy, the real busyness, if you even want to call it that, there's not a a chapter in the book about this. It does mention it, but I think if it was going to be a revolution, it would be flow slash busy. If you've been real, then you're flowing because you're growing and you've got this process that you're working. If you're not um, been real and you've just been busy because you caught up in the ego, then you're just distracting yourself. That's it. It's a distraction from having to face yourself and go through, in the short term at least, some hard work, I guess, of getting rid of some of those illusions, finding that real foundation, and then building on that. So a shortcut that I've mentioned a few times to um, uncovering this real process that you should be working is making your values valuable to others. You know, there are thousands of ways probably to figure out your values. You know, you could just look at a big list of them. There's one in the front of the book you could ask yourself certain questions, you know, when if, you know, when have you had these peak experiences? What have they revealed to you? What have the low points in your life revealed that you needed because there was something lacking? All that kind of stuff helps you to figure out your values. However you go about finding those, that's how you can kind of start to build something real for yourself. And day to day, moment to moment, you can keep asking yourself, am I been busy being real? Or am I busy distracting myself? And That doesn't mean that you can't vegetate sometimes or you can't, um, you know, just have fun. You know, life is short. You should have fun and it should be good. But it means that you're not just doing things because you've got these ideas that you should be doing it or that it's noble to be stressed out. That's one of the weird things that gets me about this whole busy thing, right? People get so busy and they stress themselves out so much, but then they start saying that, you know this stress that they've got is somehow, in some convoluted fashion, uh, a good thing to have because it means they're successful. Like str- being stressed out is a successful thing. Is it any wonder that there are so many like depressed, confused, messed up people in our society when it encourages us to some extent to to get stressed out in that fashion? It's it's ridiculous. We're chasing these illusions and they're stressing us out, and we're tricking ourselves into thinking that that's a, a, a good thing to have. You can be busy and you can get loads done. I think I've done quite a lot over the last few years. I've written a, like, th- three books. I've, I've got my website sorted out. I've finished my coaching diploma. I've got an awesome job. Blah, blah, blah. I don't feel stressed. I feel like I'm doing things and choosing things that are making me more real. That doesn't mean it's always easy because you're going to have to grow through your edge. Being real Means working with conditions, with the conditions of things as they are, and part of that, as a human being, is as I've probably said before, that you have to push through your edge constantly. You have to make, the process we're talking about is about cultivating a good relationship with the edge of yourself and the edge of the world as you know it, merging the two and allowing something awesome to come out from the um, synthesis. This is not always easy. Human beings in the ego at least, have a tendency to kind of lose themselves um, in their ideas about how things are. And that means that we don't push through to the other side of things because we've got our comfort zone or our ego's comfort zone and it stops us from working this process of being real. This is what the whole of this stuff is about. It's about knowing how reality works so you can choose a process for your life because your life is a process, you can choose to work with a process that allows your life to maximize your relationship, the quality of your relationship with reality, and therefore the quality of your relationship with yourself. But you can only do that if you know honestly with yourself, brutally so sometimes, whether the intention you're carrying from one moment to the next is to either run away from yourself um, into distraction and the first kind of busy that we're talking about, Or to run into yourself and then through yourself as you look at reality, you feel what you're feeling. You do what needs to be done, even if you don't feel like doing it. You basically know your vision and your potential for yourself and you go out there and you realize it from moment to moment whenever possible. And when you can't do it, you know, because you're tired and you need to recharge or whatever, then you don't get worried about these ideas have been busy and stressing yourself out and doing things for the sake of it because you're worried that if you're, uh, I don't know, watching The Sopranos or something instead of a a David Attenborough documentary or a, I don't know, a podcast about the economy or something, then that makes you somehow weak or stupid or whatever, right? Like, these ideas that the ego carries stop us on so many levels. We don't have to be to crush it in the way that I keep talking about, you don't have to be crushing it all of the time. Not in the way that the ego will make you believe. You don't have to stress yourself out. There will be times where you feel a bit of stress, but not unhealthily. So, as you're pushing through your comfort zone, that may be stressful or it's going to cause some kind of anxiety because you know we're forcing the ego into the back seat in those moments. But in general, when we're choosing to make ourselves real and we're living these um, this lifestyle of working a real process for ourselves, then we may ultimately find ourselves in a place where it, it doesn't feel familiar, but we know that if we keep feeling it, we'll be able to take that unfamiliarity and make it more real. Ultimately, what I'm talking about in this podcast is ensuring that from moment to moment, we are aware of all of the processes that we're dedicating ourselves to, and that we're doing them in the realest way possible. That means that sometimes, we may have to feel a bit of discomfort, but it means also that in general, we're not getting so busy with these illusory distractions that we take ourselves further and further and further away from reality and cause this stress for ourselves because we're not listening to our bodies and we're not listening to the way that the world works. If we've been real and we work in the realest processes for ourselves, then we're able to keep building incrementally, day by day, second by second if we so desire, on something that is already real within us and we're able to take our strength make them stronger, we're able to take our weaknesses, make them less likely to have a negative impact on our life, and we're able to basically keep moving towards our vision, making our values valuable to other people, and growing into ourselves and the interdependence of the rest of the world around us as we become real and make the world more real. So I'm going to wrap this up. This is a, a, a huge bombardment of information in a short amount of time, I guess. But what we're basically saying is choose to dedicate your life to the process that will make you more real. Know the dangers, so dangers is a strong word. Know know the risks or the way that the path will test you as you move towards these more real assumptions about yourself and the world and a more real place within it. But don't be so afraid of them that you run the other direction and you distract yourself from growing real with this stressful, unusual busyness that many people like, stall as a virtue. Busyness is good if the activity that you're taking is real. If you're only ever distracting yourself from what's going on inside you and what needs to be brought out into the world, then you're missing out on life and you're missing out on yourself.